This is Meghnath from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, March 29th, and the biggest news of the day is hashtag #TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Am I right? Right? Okay. So the actual big story of the day is sources in the election commission have said that the prime minister Narendra Modi's address to the nation on India successfully testing an anti-satellite missile did not violate the code of conduct. A final report on this is expected soon. The election commission had formed a panel led by the deputy election commissioner to examine the PM speech after opposition parties complained that he highlighted an quote unquote achievement of the government and the issue was not necessarily related to national security moving on after much delay in the last 24 hours the mahagathbandhan in bihar announced candidates for 38 out of 40 seats in the state the rjd announced the names of candidate for 19 out of 20 seats it is contesting it has spared ara for the communist party of india marxist leninist which will field raju yadav Misa Bharti who is a Rajya Sabha member and the eldest daughter of party chief Lalu Prasad is also among the RJD candidates she will contest from Patliputra Speaking of potential candidates Hardik Patel will not be able to contest Lok Sabha polls since the Gujarat High Court has refused to stay his conviction in a rioting case Patel had sought a suspension of the court order so as to contest the general elections. In July 2018, the Mehsana court had convicted him in the rioting and arson case in Vishnagar town during the Patel agitation in 2015. The court had ordered a 2-year imprisonment for Hardik Patel in this case. Moving on, a high-profile conviction has happened down south. The Supreme Court today upheld the conviction and life sentence of P Rajagopal the owner of popular hotel chain Saravana Bhavan for the murder of an employee who was working with the hotel group in 2001 Rajagopal who was out on bail granted by the Supreme Court in 2009 has to surrender by July 7th The case dates back to 2001 when Rajagopal hired eight henchmen to abduct and murder Prince Shanta Kumar This crime was committed because Shanta Kumar a math teacher had married a woman named Jeeva Jyoti who was the daughter of Rajagopal's employee Ramaswami Rajagopal had a personal interest in Jeeva Jyoti and was pursuing her to become his third wife Now for some Brexit news the British government is set to make a last ditch attempt to avoid a longer delay to Brexit or crashing out of the EU completely by putting part of its controversial withdrawal deal to vote on Friday which is today March 29th the speaker of the house of commons has allowed the motion to be put to mp's but it remains uncertain whether prime minister theresa may will command enough support miss may's pledge earlier this week to make way for a successor in time for the next phase of brexit negotiations does not appear to have persuaded enough mp's to back her deal Moving on, China has refuted allegations made by the United States that its actions amounted to protecting terror groups from sanctions. China further defended its repeated attempts to block the listing of JEM chief Masood Azhar as a global terrorist by the United Nations. This reaction came after US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo had denounced China of its quote shameful hypocrisy unquote towards Muslims last Wednesday. Pompeo said China abuses more than a million Muslims at home but on the other hand it protects violent Islamic terrorist groups from sanctions at the United Nations. 
Meanwhile, in a bizarre turn of events, Pakistan's Minister for Human Rights Shirin Mazari got into a Twitter spat with US Ambassador to Kabul, John Bass, after he equated Prime Minister Imran Khan's efforts in Afghan peace talks with ball tampering. Bass had tweeted on Wednesday, quote, Some aspects of cricket apply well in diplomacy, some do not. Imran Khan, important to resist the temptation to ball tamper with the Afghanistan peace process and its internal affairs, unquote. To which Mazari tweeted, Clearly, you little pygmy, your knowledge of ball tampering is as void as your understanding of Afghanistan and the region. Clearly, in your case, ignorance is certainly not bliss. Another sign of Trumpian mischief ala Khalil Zad style, unquote. So, to break down this news for you into simple words, a foreign policy-based taunt was tweeted through a cricket metaphor because the Prime Minister from Pakistan is an ex-cricketer. In response to that, a minister from Pakistan called the US ambassador a hunter-gatherer from Africa with less than average height. I just love the world we live in sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, here's some stuff you should definitely check out from newslaundry.com. Constitution episode 11 is out today and I am talking about public healthcare. Basically, it took me and my team of writers quite a while to break down the current healthcare policy we have and we finally came to a conclusion that we are all doomed. The tragedy is that our healthcare system is underfunded, understaffed and under-infrastructured. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a word, right? Yeah. So go watch the episode. You should also check out Gaurav's story on the Lokpal where he gives you a lowdown of the whole anti-ombudsman legislation right from the beginning to the present day. So that's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.